The North Forker Weekend Podcast is brought to you by Sherry Winterparker of Corcoran. Sherry is the North Fork's top real estate agent and top producer from 2005 through 2020. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the North Forker Podcast. I am Grant Parpan. I'm joined once again this week by Sarah Austin. How's it going, Sarah? Going really well. Hi, Grant. Hey, and Charity Roby is back again this week. This, the dream team. Two weeks in a row here. I love it. <laughs> Good to be here. Uh, you know, a lot going on. As always, we sat and prepared for this podcast, and we had to eliminate a lot of events. There's so much going on, so it's great. Sarah, why don't you kick us off with something that caught your eye this week. Well, I noticed that there is a concert happening that was supposed to happen way back on July 4th weekend. If you'll think back in the Wayback Machine, it was not the best weather that weekend and a few things got canceled. Um, this has happened a lot this summer, so it has been long anticipated. But at Custer Observatory, there is going to be a concert from, from Gene Casey and the Lone Sharks. Um, they were just voted Reader's Choice in our Best of the North Fork poll, the favorite musical act on the North Fork. So if you have not checked them out before, this is such a great opportunity, a really unique concert space where you can bring your own lawn chair, bring a blanket, hear a concert from this fabulous band. It's sort of like a Johnny Cash kind of feel to it. And then afterward, you can stick around and get a tour of the night sky with the um, expert amateur astronomists who are at the Custer Observatory. Such nice folks. And they just know so much about the night sky. And of course, the North Fork is uh, one of the most beautiful, best places to view the sky on Long Island. And Custer Observatory is just a great place. And Gene Casey, a worthy choice for our uh, best uh, musical artist there. Just legends out here. Uh, Charity, what are you looking at this weekend? Well, I uh, I have a uh, an event that will be visible from from all kinds of places, including Shelter Island, uh, where I live. And that's the um, fireworks, the Orient fireworks also rescheduled uh, from that rainy 4th of July weekend. They're going to happen on August 7th at 9.15 or, or thereabouts. Um, and they're going to be launched from the area of the Orient Yacht Club at dark. Um, I think traditionally a lot of cars will sort of line up on the causeway to, to watch them from there. They're visible from Shelter Island. Um, it's just a great, you know, it's it's great to see fireworks. Uh, and this is just the fantastic stage for them. Um, beautiful. And um, I'm really looking forward to having my 4th of July uh, fireworks uh, fix, even if it is a month late. Yeah, you know, I've done that. And it's, it's really nice. You park on the causeway. There's so many people go and do it. I hope being that it's August, people are aware of it. They still go out and do that. It's just a great night out, a fun, free night out. And then, you know, spill into a, a restaurant for some dinner or a drink or something. Uh, I have something that I have done myself that I enjoy now. I've never raced in this, but the cardboard boat race is back in downtown Riverhead. We have had North Forker teams in the past, but could you see me in a cardboard boat? It couldn't hold me. <laughs> so I've never participated myself. You would need a lot of cardboard, but every year, <laughs> This happens now. You can't use any kind of special plastic or anything like that. It's just straight up cardboard. You get your boxes out, you build a boat. People come up with all sorts of themes and costumes. It's starting early in the morning. It goes on all day. But even if you're not participating, 
it's a lot of fun to come and watch people race. Some of the races get kind of heated. Uh, they get very close. You get some races where, you know, people sink or spill over and it's all in good fun. A lot of laughs. And, you know, you go and you, you, you hit a restaurant or a bar in uh, downtown Riverhead. All, all, also, that's the whole point of it. It's uh, brought to you by the uh, Riverhead Business Improvement District. So definitely a fun time out. I can recommend that that's going on all day on Saturday in downtown Riverhead. Sarah, I know you had something in Greenport. Yeah, there's a um, pop-up happening at the Lynn Beach House in Greenport. Um, there's a cocktail bar that is much beloved by Williamsburg, Brooklyn um, residents. Uh, we have quite a few Brooklynites out on the North Fork um, or people who go back and forth. Uh, so Donna, the Williamsburg Cocktail Bar is coming out east for a couple of months. They're going to have a little pop-up residency at the Lynn Beach House. There's going to be snacks. There's going to be cocktails from Matchbook Distilling, which um, you may recognize from our August creativity issue. We highlighted them as one of the most creative um, drink makers in the area and um of lesser interest. They were also in the New York Times this week. You may have spotted them there, but of course we were on the story first. <laughs> uh, Charity Sarah gave us something from uh, her stomping grounds. Why don't you give us something from yours? Well, I'm going to a concert this weekend at Sylvester Manor. Uh, they have concerts out on their beautiful, beautiful property. Um, this one is Tuba Skinny. It's a New Orleans band. Um, and the, I have to say the quality of the acts that they get there is just superb. I'm really looking forward to seeing Tuba Skinny. This event is sold out, but it's indicative of the kind of uh, quality programming they have there at Sylvester Manor. Uh, another uh, really interesting um, event coming up um, next week is uh, – something called a forest dinner. It's actually a flora and fauna dinner to benefit um, flora and fauna, which is a forest school. That's a type of school that actually takes place in, in a forest. And that school is at Sylvester Manor. So this is a dinner to benefit uh, the school. And it is held in a forest, just as the classes are held in a forest. Um, it's really it's going to be an amazing, uh, amazing event. It, it is a benefit. It's it's two hundred and fifty dollars um, and it's on August 13th uh, from six to nine. And um, the uh, they're calling it a ceremony of tastings. So I assume it will be a tasting, a kind of tasting menu. But it, it sounds like a really uh, fantastically uh, beautiful event and uh, and for a very good cause, the Forest School. Um, there's all kinds of other great stuff coming up at Sylvester Manor. They have a farm, they have farm tours regularly. I think on the seventh, there's a farm tour. These tours are fantastic fun for kids. Um, it's a really interesting place. It's, it's an extremely old farm. Um, and the first settled, uh, um, settled, uh, place on shelter Island settled in the 17th century. So lots of good stuff going on at, at Sylvester Manor. That's great. Uh, you know, I'm looking at Duck Pond Day this week. Now, it's right on the border of Riverhead Town and Brookhaven Town. And I grew up three blocks from the border of Riverhead and Brookhaven Town. So this is a place that's near and dear to me. 
uh, the duck ponds. I remember as a kid going there, I remember there's a story we always told about how one time we were sitting there just watching the ducks and some dad was showing off for his kids and he accidentally fell in the pond, which is not really a, a very swimmable pond. But uh, I don't know, a couple decades ago, they started doing an annual uh, event. It's the Wading River Shoreham Chamber of Commerce. And it's called Duck Pond Day. They have, you know, some of the restaurants in downtown Wading River will have some food out, activities for the kids. There's a little parade from the firehouse, and it benefits uh, various charities in the Wading River and Shoreham communities. It's a fun day out. It's all day. That's happening on Sunday. But this year, they are celebrating the 350th anniversary of Wading River. And I always say that I know I wrote a piece last year for North Forker Magazine about when you kind of drive into downtown Wading River, you could really see the history. They have the old church right there, the duck ponds, and it just feels like you're going back in time. So if there's every year to go celebrate, it's this one where they're marking a historic anniversary. Uh, speaking of historic properties and trips back in time, Sarah, you had something with our friend Richard Weins. I did. Richard Wines and Nancy Gilbert are um, a really fascinating couple. I had the privilege to meet them last summer when I was writing our um, series of front porch interviews with some of the more notable North Fork residents. They are uh, both historians and preservationists, and Richard Wines' family has go goes back to the 1700s. The James in James, Jamesport was his Uncle James, his, his ne'er-do-well Uncle James, apparently. Um, just a, a fascinating couple with an absolutely beautiful property that, of course, is usually private. But they are graciously opening up their gardens um, to the public on August 5th uh, from 3 to 5 p.m. And you're going to get a chance to see their gorgeous gardens, their historic home, um, the outside of the home, and the barns that they have transplanted and, and put on the property there, an old schoolhouse. And they're also going to have an entomologist on hand from the Cornell Cooperative Extension, um, who's going to tell you all about the bugs that you see in the garden. Um, so that's a little different and fun. You learn about the plants, you learn about the creatures and the symbiotic relationship that they have. Um, and you get a refreshing cool drink in the historic cool house as it ends. Um, and that's all to raise money for the Peconic Land Trust. So for a great cause as well. Um, so that's $20 a person. That's really great. You know, charity, normally when we're doing this podcast, there's a lot of food events. And this week, there's not as much. And I need these food events to get me ready for lunch. You know, I get really hungry recording this podcast in the mornings. And then I start thinking about food. So you got something for me I that do. could fit the bill? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to like this. Yeah. So um, the Holliard Restaurant um, is uh, has invited, well, actually, uh, Stephen Bogardis, the uh, chef there, executive chef there, uh, has has invited some of his favorite chefs um, to stage a series of summer dinners. And the first one is this Thursday, August 5th from 6 to 8. He's invited Maddie Boudreau to um, come uh, as pitmaster. Um, he has quite a following on the North Fork, and he's going to be doing a cookout on the private beach there, Soundview's private beach. Um the tickets are $100. Uh, they include the dinner, 
uh, the beer, Bridge Lane Wine, Montauk Brewing Company, beer, Bridge Lane Wine, all the tax and everything's included. Um, and it's going to be a really, you know, it's it's going to be a barbecue blowout and in uh, in a gorgeous private beach. So that's Thursday, uh, Thursday night. And um, this is part of a series. So there will be more of these to come. That's great. I'm going to go get the grill uh, fired up right now. But actually, inspiration. Before, yeah, before I do so, I want to leave people with one last event. Uh, a couple months back, I had the pleasure of speaking to South Hold Town historian Amy Falk about rum running on the North Fork for a project I was working on. I needed somebody who could succinctly, in five minutes, give me kind of the history of rum running out here. And she was excellent at it. And she's going to be doing that kind of presentation at Horton Point Lighthouse, one of my favorite properties, another winner of our best of contest uh, for its uh, great historic uh, property, uh, beautiful grounds there. And she's going to be giving a lecture at two o'clock. It is August 7th. So that's this Saturday. And she's going to be talking about rum running off Horton Point. And uh, I, I know she has so much knowledge on this topic. It's a fun, interesting topic. Uh, that I think a lot of people are sort of fascinated by. And it's a, a beautiful location right in Southold. Thanks so much this week, everybody. This was uh, this was really fun. Thanks, Grant. Yeah, have a great weekend. All right. And thanks for listening.